Hello, everybody. Welcome to 26.1 AI podcast that I host with my friend, Brian Ray. And I'm Don Shu. And we put on this podcast because we both care about AI. However, currently we're living in uncertain and and unprecedented times. We just don't have any other words for that. Um, to say the least. Yeah. How Unexpl- long? How long have you been hunkered down? I, I know you've been practicing social distancing for a while, Brian. Yep, um, I'm going stir crazy. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I've been here for a couple of weeks. Went to the grocery store a couple of times, and that's about it. Yeah. Yep, it's been pretty uh, surprising. Not how I expected to spend the time. Yeah, I've spent an entire year bedridden before, so. Maybe that's helping me cope with this a little bit. Um, it's kind of like now we are up to your pancreatitis uh, episode. <laughs> well, I've, I've had worse. I've had worse. Um, but certainly we wanted to check in with our listeners, let you all know we're not gone away. Many of you probably don't know. We published 2 a.m. on Tuesday mornings, and we missed last week. But we want to talk and discuss how best to serve all of you and we're looking at what's going on right brian yeah and we're uh just raising our hands saying that we're still here we see a lot of new podcasters podcasting lately and uh they have a lot of words to say and i believe our silence is words in itself so we'll we'll be seeking guests if you have something to say about COVID-19 that is related to data science, analytics, ML, AI. We'd love to talk to you. Um, Brian and I, we've been musing a little bit about how we get to predictive. Right now, there's a lot of data science. There's a lot of analysis of the current reality, but we're not really there yet where we have the data or the kind of signals we need to start getting predictive and, and keeping people safe. So we're not shut down. Well, it's a great time to talk about predictive because everybody's talking about predictive and these concepts that we talk about on the show every week are coming up in the mainstream. People are checking their predictive graphs daily and they're looking at new data sets daily. Um, whether those get translated into the terms that a trained data scientist would use, that's uncertain. But certainly people wish they had crystal ball and they could see what the future is predicting. Well, the other problem, I think, for folks where their current reality, they don't see a lot of um, disease incidents, are lulled into thinking there's not a problem, right? And that's the opposite of thinking predictively and just accepting the fact that the future reality is going to look nothing like what the present state of affairs may present. Well, and then I think that the uncertainty about the modeling, you know, people want to question the system overall. I believe that the modeling is as good as it can be given the data that's provided. And I don't think you should disregard all the modeling that's out there, but there is certainly discrepancies between uh, what people are counting and how they're counting and all that and who's getting tested and who's not getting tested. Oh, yeah. That's an entire episode. We can talk about the quality of the data and how it's collected. And then also the practices, right? Because we've 
gotten so many different approaches and responses to how to deal with the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of responses and, uh, you know, people are diving deeper into data sources, trying to understand what has just happened and what will happen. And that's an episode on its own. But getting, getting to that predictive, I, I expect we'll go more towards the model that's been practiced in South Korea, where they were a flashpoint and it's a very densely populated country. They could have very easily turned into the worst incidents of um, COVID-19 and they didn't. They were really disciplined. They were very um, aggressive in really following a predictive mindset is what I like to think of it. And I think that's the big distinction between Westerner and Easterner thinking is the idea of conformist behavior. Well, I mean, South Korea is kind of an outlier. It's, uh, you're familiar with the culture a little bit. I mean, I'm half Korean. Um, there's definitely a lot of individuality in there, but there's certain social norms for sure. But there's also um, some similarities to Japanese culture in terms of uh, there. there's an animus tradition. And tied to that is there's a, a very uh, pointed cultural value on hygiene. Is it... Uh nail that sticks out gets hammered in at all there if you're not wearing your mask then you're a troublemaker um i think that's probably more descriptive of japanese culture um that's since i get of japanese culture it's the east asian culture i understand the least know the least about but in uh in korea uh, i don't know a lot of people are willing to go their own way or provoke some waves particularly in urban centers, since uh, there's a lot of anonymity in there. Um, but but what is, Don, besides Antarctica, what is the safest place on Earth right now? I, I, I have a lot of faith in South Korea. I'd, I'd go there right now. Let's go. Flights are cheap. Okay. <laughs> well, getting there could be a problem, right? Isn't there exposure, the journey along? Uh, the flights are really empty <laughs> anywhere. There are still flights. I don't even know if there's any flights uh, flying to uh, South Korea from the United States right now. Um, but the flights are super empty. Once you arrive anywhere, there's a quarantine protocol. So, But we're getting along here. We're going to put together some good material for everybody. But we just wanted yeah, everybody well, to know. We're here. We care about you. Think predictively and act predictively so you're safe. Yeah, I saw the advice come along and some great guests coming on speaking spe specifically about this, it, this uh, little episode that we're going through right now. And I'm looking forward to picking their brain. And obviously, people are very distracted by this. And those who could do something about it are pretty busy doing something about it, I hope. Well, if it's anybody needs help and they want to get the message out, Use us as a bullhorn. Please contact us, right? I'm Don at shoe.com, and we've got a contact uh, link on the website, I believe, right? That yeah, you can message me on Twitter at Brian Ray. So, you know, you can, you can Twitter me on there or, you know, find Don, and we're happy to have you on the show, and 
we want to spread the word and knowledge of what's going on here from the perspective of the trained uh, practitioners. Yeah. And uh, if you're out there working on AI, ML, and it intersects with public health at all, I might be emailing you asking if you've got something to share. Yep. Well, thanks, Don, for jumping on. I know this wasn't the 26.1 minutes, but uh, we wanted to raise our hand and say we're still here and happy to talk on this topic as always. It's important to us and we care about all of you. So keep coming to get through this. Yep, we're going to come together, get through this together, and dispel some of the myths out there using data. Yep. It's an episode. It's a very strange episode, but it's an episode. It's not the normal day process. So, Yeah, it's not the first time this has happened to the world either, but um, it's a different flavor for sure. Yeah, first time in our memory, though, right? So, Absolutely. First time in my life. Yeah. And, you know, I got a call from my daughter, uh, concerned and everything else, you know, and um, I can't say there's no reason to be concerned, but uh, it's going to change a lot of things. But there's also some reasons to feel safe statistically, especially in her age range. Yes, there's there's data. There's some truth that we're discerning from everything that's going on. So, well, I, I miss everybody. We'll be back soon. Okay, thanks, Don. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.